It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into this very special edition of the Garden Report. Coming at you live from the nation's capital where the Celtics just got destroyed. 116 to 89 as the Washington Wizards led throughout the entire game. I'm your host, Joseph Pavone. I'm joined by Nick Gelsel to break this one down. My Nick, uh, we got a lot to talk about here, believe it or not. I know huh. it was a blowout, but we still have a lot to talk about. For starters, Isaiah Thomas was not the Isaiah Thomas we've seen this entire postseason. It's, it's fair to say this is his first dud of the postseason. I mean, after scoring 53 points, of course, things had to slow down a bit. But at yeah, the he same time, tonight. yeah, he just didn't look himself overall. So my question to you is, is that the Wizards playing great defense or did Isaiah just not have it tonight? Which one is it? I think a combination of the two. I mean, obviously you saw from the press conferences we just were in that uh, the Wizards threw three guys at him. They were overplaying him all night long. And Isaiah, uh, John Wall actually said very intelligently, you know, usually Isaiah turns it up a notch in the fourth quarter. Well, the Celtics never led in this game. They were out of it in the first quarter. Right. Right. You know what? Six players scored in double figures for the Wizards. Really handed it to the Celtics. A huge run in the first quarter. And that's been sort of the story, story of, this, of, the series. of this series. But the only difference is they're not on this, their home floor, right? So the Celtics cannot let this happen again on Sunday in Game 4. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. The Celtics have to, to come out fast, and they need to come out with intensity yeah. in, in Game 4. Because, Josue, we said it tonight. Very easily, this could go back to Boston for Game 5 tied 2-2. We don't want to see that. The Celtics do not want to see that. They need to go up 3-1 on Sunday. It doesn't mean the series is over right. if they don't at a tie game, tie series going back to Boston. Still in a good position, but the Celtics would like to put a 3-1 hurting on the Wizards on Sunday. Well, it felt like the Celtics also just didn't have any momentum. You know, I feel like they couldn't find their offense throughout the first half. And when things got out of hand, they just didn't have enough offense or firepower to come back in in that second half. It was one of those games where the rebounding deficiencies were so glaring because the Celtics' perimeter shooting just was not on tonight. Right. They were not hitting, and that rebounding deficiency just destroyed them. And it's been the story of the season. When the Celtics score from the perimeter, the rebounding even if they're they're getting out rebounded it's not quite as drastic as it is when they're not hitting shots they just yeah. look disjointed all night long tonight the the lone bright spot was probably al horford mm-hmm yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Al Horford was a bit consistent. He uh, stretched them out a bit from the outside. But one of the guys that was very consistent on the other side was Otto Porter. Yeah, by deliberate. That was deliberate. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I think it was to too. Him. I mean, there were times where, of course, he, he found Isaiah down low. He scored a couple times on him. Isaiah actually brought that up after the game. And he also just felt very comfortable out there. How tough are the Wizards to beat when someone like that is going off? Because we know what Bradley Beal is going to do. We know what John Wall means to this team. But when you have someone like Otto Porter, I mean, how tough can this Wizards team be? Be 
going into that game four on, yeah, on Sunday. It becomes very tough. And, and I mean, the, the, the one thing the Celtics have to their advantage, shockingly, in this series is when the Wizards go to their bench, they seem to really struggle, short of tonight. Right. Uh, the Celtics bench has been really, really good, short of tonight. Yeah. Tonight was an off night. It was one of those nights where the Celtics came in, I think, feeling a little comfortable with that lead. Mm. They didn't seem to have the intensity or be the chemistry or the body language that they did uh, during those comebacks in games one and two. Right, and one of the one of the uh, top guys off the bench for the Wizards was easily Bogdanovich. I yes. mean, this is someone that we thought would be a factor in the series. He's had on nights, he had off nights. Tonight was definitely Tonight was an on. on night. I mean, he was making threes. He was doing uh, what they needed off the bench because going into the series, let's face it, we've always talked about how the Celtics sort of had that in their favor, how yep. they've had the deeper bench, but that didn't look like that was the case tonight. We didn't see that uh, Terry Rozier that we saw in last game. No, we saw the fighting Terry Rozier. We We're going to talk little, about that but, in part yeah, two. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. But instead of uh, instead of jarring at uh, Brandon Jennings, I was thinking he was going to do a little more of that, knocking down three pointers and, and giving them that boost. But we didn't see that, unfortunately. It was very. It is absolutely clear, and we'll we'll touch on this in part two coming up. But it was absolutely clear tonight. These teams just don't like each other. If you didn't know before, you definitely know <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, they really don't like each other. And actually, John Wall and Isaiah Thomas pretty much stated that in case people forgot. Yeah, just to let you guys I, know. Openly. Yeah, there's a reason why things got physical out here. is because we, we really don't like each other <laughs> in terms of uh, the entire series season and just in general. Uh, you know what? Being here in D.C., it was interesting to see a lot of Celtics fans. I actually heard, you know, the Let's Go Celtics chants. Yes. You know, the Wizards chants started going and, and retaliating. It was funny seeing that back and forth atmosphere, but at the end of the day, when the Wizards were playing as strong as they were, those uh, Wizards cheers eventually drowned out the Celtics fans, right? They did, and and hopefully those fans bought their tickets for tonight's game on SeatGeek. And if they didn't, we will be having them for Game 4. You could get a discount by downloading the SeatGeek app, going to the upper right-hand corner, the Settings tab, using the promo code GARDENREPORT. There you're going to get a $20 rebate on your Game four uh, NBA playoff tickets, Celtics. And now we Wizards. know it's going to be a game five. So we know there's going to be a game five. There you go. So uh, yeah, shop with SeatGeek. We would appreciate it. We'll be back for part two. Absolutely, and we'll talk more about that physicality. Uh, the Kellys getting into it a little bit. It actually happened pretty much where we're standing. Believe it or not, right, right in here. the corner. Uh, someone got shoved to the floor. There's Kelly's foot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> One Kelly got pushed down. The other Kelly was very, very upset. We'll break it down in part two. Don't go anywhere. It's coming up next. Welcome back into part two of the Garden Report, coming at you live from Washington, D.C., where the Celtics have just dropped game three, 116 to 89. This one was certainly a blowout. And one of the things that stood out the most was the physicality. I mean, that was something that they keep it talking about. It looked like the 80s in here it tonight. It did, Nick. You know, it's you funny. You don't remember the 80s. I mean, I you seen the highlights. You weren't born in the 80s. I saw Rambus get tackled. <laughs> I saw the, the brawls. Let I me saw tell you. Larry Bird grab uh, uh, well, Dr. J I, by the neck. I, I got to say. If this game was in Boston tonight, I think the fan reaction would have been a bit different with all the fighting that went on. Oh, absolutely. Actually, if this game was in Boston and that referee would have been fighting. If that referee wasn't in between the, those yes. two Kellys, I think some fans would have gotten on the floor. It would have been crazy. Tell the viewers what, what we saw tonight, okay, so, what they missed. So initially, it's funny because I'm looking at that play. So I see Kelly Olenek sort of, I don't know, was that a dirty play? Let me hear your opinion first. Okay. In my opinion, it, was, it wasn't a dirty play. It was just a hard screen, and Kelly... Oubre took it wrong. I think you, well, 
I think you put that correctly. I don't think Kelly Olenek purposely tried to hurt Ubre. I mean, I don't. Was there believe, an acting job in there? I think there was some acting okay. in there. And but I do think that there was a lot of trash talking going on. And from the press, it sounds right. like the Celtics may have been initiating some of that trash. So he got talking. his feelings hurt. Okay, I think Oubre maybe just, he did. He and just got he, his feelings you know, hurt. Poor Kelly. It's like Isaiah said. Kelly doesn't hurt anybody. <laughs> you know, I mean, we were in the you know in the press it, it, box watching. He's pretty this. much trying not to call him soft, but at the same time it's... saying like, "Look, he's not the guy who's trying to hurt you out there." So the truth he didn't is, expect that reaction from Kelly Uber. It was so bizarre because Olenek gave a, a Kevin Garnett style pick. It was a little bit, but it was a not little dirty. KG-ish. It was there was dirty. no extension. KG used but, to extend a bit. Out of nowhere, Ubre comes charging in and knocks. I, I believe he will be suspended for Game Four. I think he will too. Um, I think that the fact that Jay Crowder was there in the middle of it and there was no punches thrown that surprised me. But I think Marcus it, Smart broke it up. Sorry yeah, Marcus Smart <laughs> broke it up. Um, no, I was just gonna say I, I think the physicality was just this was just gonna happen no matter what. This was gonna boil over. I mean, we saw what happened in the regular season. We're not surprised to see this. But of course, now if this team were to go without Kelly Oubre, I mean, are they really in tough shape? No, no, not really. And here's right? the thing. So it's almost like they just got away with one in a way and sort of set the tone of how physical these two teams could be. I said to you when it happened, I said this: the Celtics were down like 20 points. I said this could be a turning point. It could be. If the Celtics seize the moment, they very they not very easily, but they could have come back. Yeah, they could have. They could have changed it. And instead, the tide turned more towards Washington. And that physical play, I think it rattled the Celtics a little bit tonight. They were not expecting it. So, I like Isaiah said, like Bradstead said, tomorrow they'll be watching film. They'll be going back to correcting any of the wrongs that went bad in, in uh, Game 3. And hopefully we see a different team on Sunday. You'll be here. Real quick before we get out of here, Scott Brooks said after the game that at, while he's not happy with how Ubre reacted, he doesn't blame him for his feelings. He says that, you know, these guys have been getting hit in the head a lot throughout this series. I specifically asked him, was it this was game or throughout the entire series? And he said this has been going on the entire series. Marcin Gortat said the same exact and thing. And John Wall contradicted both of them. He did. But like you, you said before we started part two, <laughs> I mean, he was, he was avoiding of, the fine. He was doing the uh, politically <laughs> correct thing. But I don't think he would have been doing that if they lost this game no. or down three games to zero. So we'll see what happens. We're going to see if the Wizards can actually tie this thing up. Two games apiece heading into Boston for game five. I think we're going to be into a, a, a very close game in game four. The Wizards could steal another one. If that's the case, of course, we have we're a brand a new series. series. We're in for a long series. Probably for the long haul. Either way, I just hope if, this, if these two teams do get physical again, I just hope it's not one of the toughest players that's going to yeah. end up getting a suspension. I mean, th- that's the thing. Cooler heads prevail, and the playoffs is going to be intense. But the well, the, the the mentally strong survive, right? So you cannot lose key players, and Ubre is certainly not a clutch player for, right. for Washington. But you can't lose key players uh, due to losing your patience. And I mean, you saw tonight Marcus struggled terribly. Mm-hmm. Eight turnovers, eight of the sixteen turnovers the Celtics had came from Marcus Smart, and that is part of that. That whole getting in the head thing. We've seen that happen with Marcus before. He's had a tough series, too. Yeah, he has. So we'll be back here Sunday and then Mon- uh, Wednesday for Game 5. Game we'll five. be here all right along the way, so keep it here. Yeah, we got you locked here, of course, at the Garden Report, like we always do for CLNS Radio. Joseph Pavone, Nick Gelso. Until next time.